If you're having trouble, like you just feel like, you know what, if I do this workout, it's gonna be too much for me. I had a really tough day, stressed out, crazy. I'm like, just say you're gonna walk on the treadmill then. Now try to do the one set, but give yourself flexibility. But what matters most is that you don't ever not do anything. You always do something. You never give yourself the option of doing nothing. You always do something. If it's a 10 minute walk, if it's a 20 minute walk, if it's one set of your workout, you always do something. I don't care if dad's in the hospital or one of the kiddies has got, you know, pneumonia or, you know, these are all things that have happened to clients in the coaching program. Look, you do it anyway. You never give yourself an out. What's up, my friend? I'm health expert Ted Rice, and today I'm coming to you from Bangkok, Thailand. And I will be here until the end of January, and then I'm heading home to be with my dad. I can't wait. I hope you are having an amazing time at this end of the year. And right now, if you are listening to this podcast for the first time, what Legendary Life is about, it's about living a legendary life. That's why it's named that. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm just kind of kidding there. What we do here is we clear up health and fitness confusion by breaking down science-based information on how to lose fat, prevent disease, and live a longer, healthier life. But one of the big aspects that keeps coming up is mindset. And so we focus on that heavily, and I've focused on it heavily in this three-part series. So today, this is the third and final episode about how to make 2020 your year. So in the first episode, we talked about the five major reasons why men and women over 40 aren't able to achieve the health and fitness goals that they set out to achieve. And go back and listen to that if you haven't. And in the second episode, I taught you the three rules that you need to follow to start getting results, even if you failed countless times in the past. And of course, if you've been after this for a while, if you've been trying this for a while, I bet you failed, I don't know how many times, half a dozen times, maybe in a dozen times, maybe even more. And in this final episode, I'm going to explain the last two things that I have to share with you, that the things that I feel like are unspoken when it comes to transformation and actually three things. So the first thing I want to talk about here, because we're going to just jump right into it. I want to talk, I want to share a story from actually a coaching call today. And on this call, my client, who's part of the group coaching program that we do, I do initial calls, one-on-one calls in the the group because I find that there's just no other way to do it right. There's no other way to set someone up for success, especially in those first two weeks. What I found are super critical. When you start a program, it's those first two weeks. Does someone do, does the program click with them or doesn't, or, or does it not click with them? And what I do is I step up and I ensure that it clicks. So we were on this call today and um, we were talking about his struggles over the past week. And he had some great, and one of the things that I start out with is I always start out with like, okay, tell me, tell me about your recent struggles. And also tell me about your recent wins. And I want to just share a couple things with you, right? So he had some great ones. He, some of the struggles were 
he always feels like he's trying to push through the resistance to do what he needs to do. I mean, can you relate with that? We all can, right? It's so easy to sit on the couch and watch Netflix, but it's whenever you're trying to do something that's worthy to achieve, whether it's have a better relationship, have better health, be more successful professionally, it takes effort to make it happen. And then he said, you know, he gets into this thing where he's like, well, you know, I get into this mindset where I feel like I can make up for it. To, I'll, I'll skip the gym today or I'll skip following the nutrition that I know I need to follow today because I'll do it tomorrow. Tomorrow comes and then it's like, well, I'll do it tomorrow. And then it's just a cycle. And um, also another thing that he said was really interesting. He's like, you know what? I'm too nice to say no. So people offer me beer, people offer me food, and um, I don't want to say no because I feel like I'm I'm not being gracious, right? I'm not showing that I'm grateful or or uh, appreciative of them offering me food or or beer. It was what you know. Th- those are the things that he was talking about. But the last one really got me. He said, "You know." I feel like if I had my shit together, I wouldn't need to talk to Ted about this mindset stuff. I wouldn't need to talk to you about this mindset stuff. And we could get to the things that really mattered, right? We could talk about grams of protein and special workout techniques and how many sets and how many reps and, you know, what about this vitamin and that supplement, the stuff that really matters, right? And then I was like, Nate, what do you think I really do? Do you think I have conversations with people about grams of protein? And I mean, I do have that. But what do you think after that initial setup? Because I set people up on their nutrition programs. I set people up on their workouts. I do handle that stuff. But once you're in the program and you have your, your program to follow, you have your stuff to follow. Oh, man, is it all about the mindset? It's all about the mindset. And I'm like, what do you think it is that I do? Do you think it's that stuff? Because that's that's not what I do. It's this is what I do. It's all about the mindset. And if you're listening right now, you don't have problems with what to do. I mean, you you know enough about nutrition. You know enough about exercise. But you have some big mental blocks that are keeping you from being successful. And we all do in different areas of our life. For me, I shared recently, it was in the area of relationships. I had to, Giselle and I had been working so hard. Uh, I've been working hard on my body. I mean, if you've seen my pictures, I've got veins on my abs. I'm even leaner than the photos that I've shared with you. I may even do another photo shoot just, you know, just to show off this. But I, so I, I, I was successful at those things, but my relationship, Giselle, is is awesome at business at marketing. She's you don't hear her, so you don't really you're like, well, yeah, I know she's back there somewhere, like doing something, maybe returning emails. No, she is like the foundation upon which legendary life rests, rests upon, right? <laughs> well, that's two upons, but she's the foundation that legendary life rests upon, right? So without her, this doesn't exist. And she's had to put a lot of hours into it. I've had to put a lot of hours. And as a result, our relationship kind of changed. 
and we had to step up and deal with it. And after we did, that's when our business started getting, I mean, things are crazy good right now. Crazy good right now. And it wasn't because we threw more hours of work into the business. It's because we stopped and said, you know what, where is the weakness here? Where's the weak link? And it was in our relationship. And that's why I started uh, working with a relationship coach. And that's why she did as well. That is what this is all about. That's what I do is all about is really what life is all about. So I know there's, I know you might be out there thinking, well, you know, I don't need a coach, right? I don't need a coach. I mean, you know, talking about this stuff or, or I don't need someone to tell me about grams of protein or I certainly don't want to talk about this stuff, right? Like the, the mindset stuff. But the truth is, that's where all the gold is, all the stuff that you don't want to talk about. In fact, I would even argue that if you're not, if you're paying attention to like, oh, let's shine like Ben Greenfield and his bullshit about, you know, the, some of the stuff that he says, shining red light on his balls. Now, look, I like Ben. I, I'm, I'm kind of throwing him under the bus here a little bit. I've never really called out anybody before, but that's... The people who listen to his show, I get a lot of people who come from his show to my show, right? And they're like, you know, (laughs) they get tired of the craziness. And if you've seen some of Ben's sort of situation, and and I'm not, you know, I don't want to sound like I'm throwing him underneath the bus. He seems like, I've heard he's a great dude. I've only had an interaction with him once, but he also seems like he's struggling. Like some of the things that he's put up in recent months. And I would argue that's because all that stuff, all the biohacking and the shining the light on your balls or the what, you know, it's all a distraction from doing the deeper, harder work. The stuff that we don't want to talk about, the childhood trauma, the bullying at school, the girlfriend or the boyfriend who cheated on us. You know, it's the stuff that we don't want to talk about, we don't want to deal with, and we look for like, oh, well, maybe I'll try the cryotherapy or cold, you know, cold plunges. Look, that stuff's all okay. And if you want to shine infrared light on your nether region, go for it. Experiment with it. I think it's fun to experiment with things. But just don't think that it's going to lead to the breakthrough that you're looking for. And I've said this quite, I probably almost repeat this quote every single episode, but the cave that you fear to enter holds the treasure that you seek. And it won't ever be anything different than that. Now, what the cave that you fear to enter might change. So it doesn't matter the thing, it's about you and what you're afraid of to do, what feels uncomfortable to do. So I want to talk to you about another client that I uh, talked to today. She said some really interesting stuff. Now, so, so let me tell you this. People join my coaching program before the shit hits the fan with the holidays, right? And so they, I go through the holidays with these people. How were your holidays? How did you eat? How many times did you work out? How much did you drink? So imagine being in a coaching program during that. And what some people 
what happens to some people, not most actually, but what happens to some people is they go, oh, I shouldn't. And this particular client who I actually worked with before, she was like, I feel like I'm wa- I've wasted my time. I feel like I've wasted my money. Uh, you know, I, I shouldn't have done. Now, she didn't want out of the program or anything like that, you know, but she was having this little thing go on. And, and the way she worded it through the text was like, oh, I, you know, it's really the program's kind of fault. I was in a really good place and now I'm not in this good place. And, you know, and so we ended up hopping on a call and I was like, uh, you know, Sarah, you made it seem like the program was the problem, right? Is the program the problem? And then she's like, you know what? It's not, I've been having this other thing go on. You know, I've had to have the kids all the time. And, you know, we just started talking about what was going on in her life and the amount of stress she was under. And the truth became apparent. It wasn't the program, although it is adding an additional challenge. But here's the thing. And we're going to talk about this in a bit. Saying that you're too busy to do something is a cop-out, or it's that you're not flexible enough in your mindset. What do I mean by that? It's the all-or-nothing mentality, and it it creeps up all the time. Creeps up all the time. What's the all-or-nothing mentality? It's either I'm on the program or off the program. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm eating really well. I'm working out, right? I, I already talked about a bit about this, but I wanted to bring it up again. And the thing is, and, and Sarah, my client said something really funny. She's like, food is the Christian mom addiction. She's like, well, I'm not going to start doing meth or snorting cocaine off toilet seats. I'm going to eat because because it's socially acceptable. I can do it with the whole family. Nobody's going to be like, listen, you got a food problem, even though you could actually have a food problem, right? I mean, if you're overweight or obese, you have a food problem. I mean, that's just the truth, isn't it? So a big reason why this happens is some of the stuff that we talked about in the first episode, the numbing behaviors, using food to fix things that food can't fix. I'm not happy with my relationship with my wife or my husband. So what I do is I go and eat. <laughs> except the and the food tastes great. Except when the food goes away, I still have the problem with my wife or my husband. So you can't use food to fix things that food can't fix. And this sort of mentality also goes into this all or nothing mentality. Because what the types of foods that people use to fix their emotions tend to not be like, oh God, you know, I'm really stressed out. I fought with my partner. I really need to have a kale salad. It's not usually what happens. I need to have a superfood spirulina shake or an acai bowl. It's not really what happens. And so it leads to this demonizing of certain foods and glorifying others. And it leads to this, this black or white mentality where you're either super strict, or you're really, oh, you shouldn't have eaten that. It's unhealthy for you. And this is the all or nothing mentality. And one thing that I've uh, talked about in the past, and I actually just posted on social media recently, it's like, if you're overweight or obese, but you're eating healthy food all the time, quote unquote, healthy food all the time, you're not healthy. And 
On the other hand, if you have a normal weight or a good body fat percentage and you don't, then you eat 20% junk, 10% junk, you're better off than that overweight or obese person on the, the really strict diet. Ponder that for a second while I take a sip of beer. So I recently started drinking again. Now I don't drink very much at all, right? <laughs> uh, have a, here, a beer here and there, sometimes even two beers. But how crazy, one of my clients was like, oh, he was very concerned about giving up drinking. Now, if you're drinking a lot and you want to get lean, it's going to pose a problem on many different levels. It's going to add calories. Alcohol, especially after a workout, can blunt muscle protein synthesis, especially if you drink a bit. How much, I don't actually know because I just don't drink very much. And if I do get a client who's drinking a lot, I try to get them to not drink so much, at least on the days that they work out. And I try to help them find other ways of managing their emotions or having fun instead of drinking. But I told my client, I was like, you know, he was asking me, but I don't want to give up drinking. I'm like, I, I just started drinking again and I've, uh, and I've got veins on my abs. The drinking, having a, a little bit of alcohol or a little bit of, you know, Hokkaido cheese tart, uh, which I ate earlier today, that's not the problem. We've got to give up this all or nothing mindset. This, oh, these foods are bad and these foods are good. Why I teach my clients? I teach them to eat good, to eat whole, health, healthy whole foods, because that's really what healthy, I mean, foods are, right? Just whole foods. Now, there are some nuances here, but I don't like to get into them too much because um, like there's things that, that like functional foods, for example, watermelon has a high L-citrulline content, but that's like optimization stuff. If we're talking about fat loss, we're not talking about like, well, we're not talking about those other things. And most people, they need to optimize fat loss. But the problem is they start to develop this all or nothing mentality where they demonize certain foods. So some foods are okay and other foods are not okay and you should never eat them. But that isn't the way it works. You've got to be flexible. And not only do you have to be flexible with nutrition, you've got to be flexible with your workouts as well. And I just want to say one more thing about the flexibility with nutrition thing. So not everybody can work with moderation. Like, for example, there are some clients, if I say, hey, just have one beer, they're, they're not going to be able to do it. They're, one beer is going to lead to another, then another, then another. If I say, eat the pizza, it's not a big deal. It ends up being the entire pizza, which could actually be okay if you were going to fit it into your macros, but that's for another that's another story. If they have a little bit of ice cream, they end up eating all of it. So we have to also be mindful of where we're at. For example, my client who I talked to earlier, Sarah, she has an issue with, she's like, oh, you know, if I, I, I need to be extra careful because if I'm in like an emotional state, that isn't the best trying to be moderate, trying to moderately include some, some goodies, some junky goodness could lead to this binge eating type of behavior during these stressful times of the year. So that's something to be mindful of, but still, we still have to find a way to move towards flexibility. I think the goal is to get to where I'm at right now, 
or beyond because everybody looks at me. They think I'm dieting down hard. I'm not. And I'm, I'm super lean right now. It's so funny to see. It's so weird, and, and, but cool because I feel amazing, right? Even though some of the things that I'm going through, I told you I'm in tr- uh, therapy right now with a trauma therapist. It's not amazing. I mean, it, it's amazing in the sense that I'm doing work that is leading to me becoming a different type of person. I mean, can't you hear that on the, on the recent podcast, The Growth and that's the type of thing that happens when you do that. But it's not all fun and games to, to do it. I've been up at night at three in the morning after a session and just like feeling the weight of the world on me, feeling the weight of the tragedies, the feeling that I've been through, feeling the weight of my life, feeling the weight of getting older and stressing about the future. Even though my life is amazing right now, we still all have those moments and they're never going to go away. So I did my meditation and got back on track. But the point I'm getting to here is we need to adopt this more flexible approach. And I'll go back to the first client that I was talking about, Nate. He was like, one of the things I say to myself is that I don't have time to hit the gym, so I'm just going to not hit the gym. How many times have you said that? How many times have you said, you know what, I don't have the time to do this workout, so I'm just going to skip it. I'll do it another day. I used to do that. I was in good shape and I did that. I was lean and muscular and I did that. I was also broke and in my 20s and walked all the time because <laughs> I didn't have a car. So uh, so I had other things kind of going for me. It was easy to stay lean because I didn't certainly didn't know what I was doing nutrition-wise at the time. Probably was under-eating in some ways. But what I told Nate was, listen, the most important, what are the most important things here? if you want to change your body. And I coach my clients on this big time. And so they know, okay, well, I got to do resistance training. I'm like, yes, yes, you're right. And I'm like, how do you do resistance training to get the best results? And he's like, well, I got to do each set to muscular exhaustion. I'm like, yes, you are right. You got it. You got this. And then what's the second one? He's like, and then I need to either add reps or weight. I need to do more than what I did last time by either adding reps or weight. I said, yes, yes, you totally got this. And so here's a little bonus is what I told him. I'm like, guess what? You have two sets that you're doing, but the majority of the gains come from that first set. If you do it the way that I told you to do it, where you're pushing that first set to muscular exhaustion, where you're trying to add either reps or weight every time that you show up to the gym, that's where that's the money set. In fact, the second set, the third set, Those give you diminishing returns the more sets that you do. It's really not about how many sets you do. It's about the quality, working to muscular exhaustion, trying to do more than what you did last time. That's that's what causes the change, not how many sets you do, not how much weight you use. And the majority of the gains happen again. This is a key point. It's a key point for you listening. Happen in the first set. And he's like, whoa, really? And I was like, yes. So all you really need to do is that first set and you're going to get some gains. He's like, man, that's, that's really interesting. I said, how long do you think it would take to do one set of each of those exercises that is in your plan right now? It's like maybe 15 or 20 minutes. I'm like, yes, so you can work out 15 or 20 minutes three times a week. How about this? I'm going to take that extra set off and I'm just going to ask you to do one set. And if you feel like going for that second set, then you go for it. And he's like, man, you know what? 
I've never thought about it in this way, but you just took some tremendous pressure off of me because I always thought that I had to do this set. I had to do two sets and three sets. And I'm like, yeah, we got it. We'll, we'll work up to that. But what I care about now is right now. What's good for you now? Not, not to a month from now. Let's start with, with what's good for you right now. Because here's the truth. And this is how you create success for yourself. You have to create p- positive momentum by having small wins over and over and over. Oh, and he had some actually more than small wins. He started working out in the gym for the first time. That was a huge win. And he said, you know, he was very self-conscious about working out in the gym, being like, oh man, people are going to be paying attention to me and, you know, thinking I look foolish. And really nobody cares that they're all in their own, they're all on their phones, right? (laughs) Some people have the headphones in and so that nobody even talks to them. They don't even want to talk to anybody, let alone, you know, focus on what you're doing. Nobody cares. So that was a huge win for him. But now another win happened. And it's like, wow, you just took the pressure off, but you did it in a very gentle way, like a very cool, stressless way because I've because he's used to the type of advice where you got to step up and you got to do it. You got to man up. You got to woman up. You got to step up and do it. But let me tell you something. That drill sergeant talk, that's bullshit talk. <laughs> that, that's tough. And it usually comes from like fitness people who've never done anything hard. They haven't been in the military. They they don't do martial arts. They've never been punched in the face or slammed on the ground or been choked in jujitsu or anything like that, kicked in the leg doing Muay Thai. And I always laugh at that because they act so tough because they run boot camps or they're known for their tough training. And I'm like, listen, you are not tough at all but you have like this tough persona, but you're really just not. And I really don't like that approach at all either. It really rubs me the wrong way if you can't tell. What needs to happen is they need, people need to be kind of like, okay, here's what you need to do. This is the minimum amount. Do you get this? If you don't do this, that's not going to work. There is no getting results. You can't look at the weights and, and hope that you get strong or hope that you build muscle, it just doesn't happen. You need to meet some minimum requirements, but within those requirements, it's quite flexible. So you can just spend, and and for you right now, if you're struggling like, oh God, an hour in the gym or 45 minutes in the gym, just do one set and really work that one set hard. So it's this flexibility of mindset. So instead of having an all or nothing mentality, so let me say this. I even went a step beyond. I was like, and Nate, if you're having trouble, like you just feel like, you know what, if I do this workout, it's going to be too much for me. I had a really tough day, stressed out, crazy. I'm like, just say you're going to walk on the treadmill then. Now try to do the one set, but give yourself flexibility. But what matters most is that you don't ever not do anything. You always do something. You never give yourself the option of doing nothing. You always do something. If it's a 10 minute walk, if it's a 20 minute walk, if it's one set of your workout, you always do something. I don't care if dad's in the hospital or one of the kiddies has got, you know, pneumonia or, you know, these are all things that have happened to clients in the coaching program. Look, you do it anyway. You never give yourself an out. The only time when that's acceptable is when you're laid up in bed. Like I said in the, I think the first episode, the first uh, part of this New Year's like when I was in, ding- when I had the dengue fever, 
I couldn't do anything. I could barely move. So that's different. But even then, I still tried to eat in a certain way that would put me back on track. Because if you're not having the results that you want, it's because of two reasons. Number one is you're not following the right strategies, or two, you don't have the right mindset to create success. You might be waiting for the perfect situation to commit to getting your body and health handled. Doesn't exist. Because perfectionism isn't striving for excellence or self-improvement. It's self-sabotage and ultimately a cop-out. Because being perfect doesn't exist outside of our imagination. It's just an idea in our brains. It's an impossible standard. So you've got to let that go. And then the final thing that I'll say, so, so that's the first thing that I wanted to share with you. You've got to move from that all or nothing mentality to an always something mentality. Always something. Never settle for saying no, unless you're laid up in bed with post-surgery or dengue fever like me or whatever. But you never let yourself go. You never let yourself off the hook. Say, what can I do? I don't have much in me, but I can do five minutes. I'll do one set of squats, one set of push-ups. How about that? I don't even need to go to the gym to do that. That's the type of mentality that will get you to where you want to go. So the final thing that I want to say is invest in mentoring. So many of us, we pride ourselves like, oh, I don't need a coach. I figured this all out. I'm so smart. But most of us don't. We, we don't really figure it out. We struggle and we bumble and we flounder and we flop around and we don't get it done. We spend way too much time trying to figure it out from all the podcasts, the blog posts, the YouTube videos, trying to figure it out, trying to figure it out. And we just flounder and flop around, don't get the results. The fastest way to do this and to get it handled and to get it handled quickly is to invest in mentoring. Because there are new ideas in your head right now that wouldn't be there if you didn't make time to listen to this New Year's series. And the truth is that everyone should have a mentor or a coach because they bring three things, new ideas, clear structure, accountability. That's why I'm working with a trauma expert. I mean, the, uh, the trauma therapist. That's why I'm working with Rory the relationship guy. That's why I'm working with Eric, the nutrition guy. I learned so much from Eric. I know a lot about nutrition. He listens to the podcast. So shout out to you, Eric. Really appreciate you, man. I mean, you took me to the next level and I I am forever thankful for that. So we get new ideas. I got so many new ideas from Eric, from Rory, from the people that I'm working with right now. I've got a clear structure and accountability. We all need someone. And if you're at the top of the leadership hierarchy, for lack of a better word, you need it more. You need it more. And again, I I don't just talk about this stuff. I live it. I've invested so many thousands of dollars in mentoring, going, taking courses from people, attending workshops. Every time I invested, it was a big decision. And I got to tell you, not all of the investments paid off. I talk about one where I paid $5,000 to go to this uh, two day, two and a half day, like coaching. It was a small group coaching experience designed to take me to the next level, but it didn't. It was 
not a complete waste of time and money, but it definitely didn't deliver on the results that were promised. And the guy didn't follow through with what he said he was going to do. But when you find the right person, when you have the connection, if if you listen and you're like, you know, I get a vibe from this person, this man or this woman, that they're shooting, I mean, they're, they're shooting straight. I can trust them. I feel like they, not only do they have, I, I believe that they have what it takes to get me the results, but I believe they're going to follow through on it because you need both, <laughs> okay? Because that guy who I uh, paid 5K to, he had the goods. He just didn't want to fucking do the work. He just felt, oh, I've already been, yeah, I, I don't want to get started with that. All the other people who I've hired after you learning like, oh, hey, I really need to vet who I work with. It's been an incredible investment. And now those investments, they pay for themselves. So don't do it alone. Take your time. Find the right person. It might be me with health and fitness. It might be someone else. And I'm okay with that. But find the right person for you and spend what it takes to work with them. Because a great mentor will help you build awareness of the behaviors and mindset issues that are sabotaging your success, just like Nate, just like Sarah. And this is what takes you to the next level. Those blind spots that you think you have handled, but you really don't have handled. None of us have handled, not me either. That's why I work with people. And in fact, I have a whole list of people who I want to work with. That's my goal. I don't have a car that I want to buy. Actually, I'm going back to Vero Beach. Uh, I'll probably rent a car or I might buy a car. But if I buy a car, it won't be an expensive one. And I'm doing well financially. I could do it. But I won't do it because it's a waste of my resources. A car depreciates as soon as you drive it off the lot. Cars just lose money unless you're getting vintage Ferraris or vintage Porsches. They depreciate. It's a losing I mean, listen, you want to drive something comfortable. Don't get me wrong. If you can afford it, for sure. But I'm saying it's not going to take your life to the next level. But investing in coaching, investing in people who will take you to the next level, that's what it's about. Because that's what's happened to me. If you hear the change in me, that's what's happened. And that's what I do in my coaching program. I have people creating the body they want, upgrading their health, and making changes in other areas of their life, stepping up in other area of uh, other areas of their life that they were neglecting. That's what is the magic behind what I do, to be honest. Because if there's areas in your life that you're not dealing with and you're just running to a coaching program to lose some fat and start exercising again in the hopes that you won't have to deal with those issues, that is a problem. And I'm definitely not the person for that. That's uh, go... <laughs> Go to bingreenfieldfitness.com. He's got you covered. <laughs> Sorry to be so mean to him. I really don't dislike him, okay? I just, he happened to be, uh, you know, come to my mind. So what I've shown you in these past three episodes is the exact system that I use with my clients. And I've shared some of the stories of some of the things that they've struggled with and how they were helped to get past them. So let me ask you, I know we have a limited time together, and that's why I'm trying to make my episodes shorter because I know you're super busy. Given the time that we had in these three episodes, did I do a good job of giving you information? And even if you stop this episode right now, 
Couldn't you use what you learned to finally start 2020 with a new strategy to change your body, your health, and create not just an external, but an internal transformation as well? Because if so, I would love to talk to you for a few minutes about how you can work with me by joining the Legendary Life Program. And I just want to be straight with you. It's not for everyone. It's only for people who want to follow this type of approach, a smart approach, a flexible approach, and one that gets amazing results in record time. Because what I've put together, it goes beyond just fat loss. It goes beyond just fad diets. It goes beyond magic supplements or hard workouts. But even so, what happens is that every week, all that unwanted body fat you've been trying to get rid of, it starts to come off of you. And you'll go to the gym just like Nate and know exactly what to do to create and maintain your dream body. No more confusion about what's important. Should I do two or three sets or should I do should I do incline dumbbell press or, or should I do incline barbell press? And from breakfast to dinner, you'll know exactly which foods to eat and how much to eat for your body type and lifestyle. And you'll finally understand how to navigate through social gatherings, the holidays like this, like what we're going through now, business trips and challenging times when dad's in the hospital, when, you know, little Susan is, Susie is, is sick and never get stuck again when life gets hectic, get ridding, get, getting rid of that all or nothing mentality. And imagine waking up full of energy and actually enjoying getting dressed in the morning. In fact, you know, right now I'm so lean, it's like I, I want to keep my shirt off. <laughs> and I walk around and people just treat me differently. I was already in good shape, but people treat me differently. So listen, my, my program, it's not another quick fix. And I want to tell you, it's time to act if you're ready. If you're ready to commit and you're ready to handle it now. 2020 is starting and this is your chance to get the body you've always wanted. And we're talking about doing it not in three years, not in 12 months. We're talking about doing it in three months. We're talking about teaching you everything, getting you crazy results in three months and putting you on the path so that if you continue to follow what you learn, you'll keep getting results when you're outside of the program. So you'll never have to go on another program again. So at this point, you got two paths. You can take the information I've given you and you can try to do it yourself. But there's a chance that you could put it into play and see some results. And the information I shared with you is better than most of the bullshit that they share out there on the internet. And if that's what you choose to do, if that's what you think serves you best, go for it. But if it doesn't work for you on your own, or if you're just ready to take the easy, proven, effective approach, I want you to schedule a call with me. My team and I have set aside some time in the next 72 hours to speak to you personally. And the cost of the call is free. And so many people worry about hopping on the phone with me. Listen, the cost is free and I don't expect you to join. I expect you to show up. I expect you to be honest. I expect you to show up and, and take notes and share with me what's really going on. But I don't expect you to join because it's not for everybody. We probably turn away 20 to 30% of people. We don't even let them in the program. So it's just not, it's not a good fit. They'll ask for their money back anyway. They'll be unhappy in any way. And, and, or they'll create stress in the group. That is unacceptable. We've had to fire a couple of people, unfortunately. So we don't want that. We only want a win-win situation. But I'll tell you this, a lot of people 
they don't take action because they're afraid. And I want to tell you this, whatever your biggest challenges are, your busy calendar, the state of your health, what you think is stopping you, a slow metabolism, your age, hormones, pre-menopause, post-menopause, low T, injuries, insecure about your body. I've seen it all and I know how to shift you past it. But here's the catch, right? You must be fully open to changing your current approach and you've got to be willing to embrace the way that I do things because it's proven to work. And on this call, I'll help you get total clarity about exactly what you want to create for yourself, as well as the exact steps that you need to take to becoming, to having the type of body that you long for, and maybe even the type of life that you long for. If this resonates with you, if you've been on the fence and you're ready to do something, what I want you to do, go to legendarylifeprogram.com slash apply and book a call now. If you've been listening for a while, and you know, you're like, oh man, I really want to do it. I want to do it. I haven't been able to do it. I don't want to do it because, you know, who wants to get uncomfortable? But I know I got to do it. And maybe this is the right time to do it. Go to legendarylifeprogram.com slash apply. Now, if you haven't been listening for a while, if this is all new to you, I don't want you to apply yet. I want you to go to legendarylifepodcast.com slash coaching Read more about the program, watch the testimonials, listen to some people talk about their experience. I'm not here to sell you on this. You've got to sell yourself. I'm not a salesperson. I don't have a degree in marketing or sales, or I don't even know if you can get a degree in sales, but I don't have a degree in marketing or anything like that or business. I study biology. Do you realize how nerdy that is? I took calculus and physiology and cellular um, biology and genetics. I have the business part <laughs> is something that I needed to focus on. So the point is, I don't, I'm not here to sell you. I know what I do works. The program is proven. It gets results for everybody, but you've got to prove that you're the right type of person. You've got to convince yourself either that it's right for you or not. So again, if you want to book the call, go to legendarylifeprogram.com slash apply because you've been listening for a while and you're finally ready to carry yourself over that bridge of fear and take some action to see if it's right for you. But if you haven't, if you don't know what I'm talking about, if this is all new, if you haven't seen the testimonials or the masterclass, go to legendarylifepodcast.com slash coaching. And remember, you can make change faster than you ever thought possible but you need the right strategies and the right guidance to make that happen. And if you want to do it in 2020, here's your opportunity. If you're waiting for a sign, this is it. So this marks the end of this episode, marks the end of this series. I hope you enjoyed it. Love you. Wish you the best. Let's crush 2020 and I'll talk to you soon. <laughs>